Recovery Revolution will be podcast on the Since Right Now Addiction Recovery Network. Welcome to the Since Right Now Addiction Recovery Podcast, the podcast of clean and sober, K-L-E-N and S-O-B-R, and SinceRightNow.com, with your hosts in recovery, Jeff, Matt, and Chris. All right. Hey, what's going on? Yeah, we're doing it. Right. This is Matt and I, Matt and Jeff. This Matt is Jeff. Jeff. Just us. Just us. Yeah. Girls. It is. Because this is so, this is the first podcast <sighs> we've ever done without Chris. Yes, this is true. So, yeah, Chris and I have done, You've done some. a few yeah. where he and I, when yeah. you were out of town, but yeah. you and I have never had the, the occasion when Chris is out of no. town. So, Chris is in Romania right now. I know. Which, which is uh, yeah. for business. Which is just, I love saying that sentence. Yeah, so I wonder what hijinks we're going to get up to tonight. I don't know. It's going to be wacky. So, uh, yeah, we, we, what do we want to, do we want to go, we, I mean, around the horn? Or are we going to dive yeah. right in? Well, I, mean, I was thinking, let's see. We went to a really good meeting tonight. Real good meeting. And here was the one observation I had. It's, it's our usual group. Matt's going now. He's part of the group. Oh, part of the group. Yeah, you are. They know you. They, they say do. hello. Yeah, they, they like me. They like you. They really so like me. good. Great speaker tonight. Yeah, yeah. But, but one one of the interesting things that I found, and I wonder what you think of this, is so the guy, the new guy, and I don't know oh, if I'm just projecting. No, no, he's full of shit. <laughs> yeah, no, no, he's totally full of shit. <laughs> but here's what I was thinking as he was telling a story because I see myself in everything he said. <laughs> he's minimizing. So, and I'll, I'll, I'm sorry. Go ahead and finish. Okay. My observation was that I wonder if because his story was basically he. He caught himself very early, didn't have any of the calamity that we had, didn't go through any of the suffering we had. No losses. No, no losses. No, his nothing. wife's amazing. Yes. His wife's amazing. He checked himself in treatment, and he just observed himself drinking too much. And so I took him. You're like, that's all. I'm like, oh, I wonder if he's telling the truth, and I wonder if that's a new thing in society because people are just getting sober earlier. Yeah, no. He's totally in <laughs> denial. His wife is not cool with this. You, He went to, you know where he went, right? Harris House. That's not where you check into rehab. That's where you go when you don't have insurance. Oh, That's you. where you go when you have just enough cash for three hots and a cot. Bro Bro wasn't going to Hazelden. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. So I think... I think, uh, I hope he's done. Yeah. yeah. It looked like he was hurting, you know? I mean, yeah. he was shaky. He was, uh, he's got, uh, he's got over a month, you know? Yeah. But obviously coming right out of treatment, you'd assume you have a month, although yes. you never know. Yeah. Um, but there, there were a lot of new guys there tonight. A lot of new faces. A lot of new faces. Um, do you think, do you think people are hitting, have to, can hit higher bottoms? I guess in modern, do you think, do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. What, what am I trying to say? Here's my well, and I I know what you're saying. You're saying uh, because I think of, people because are of more well-being brewing company because of your beer. <laughs> people don't you, have to have. You have created a third gender. <laughs> That's right. Uh, no, I think I think uh, because recovery is part of the zeitgeist yeah. and it's been built into popular culture yeah. for decades. People kind of know that there are resources earlier on, yes, right? Yes. Like there are speaker tonight. Yes. He got sober, what, 14 years ago, right? Yes. Yep. Didn't know 
even what an alcoholic was. Now, okay. granted, yeah, he's from a small town, and yeah. and uh, but. I don't know that you'll find many people nowadays who don't know what an alcoholic is, don't yes. know what AA is, right. don't know, you know, I mean, uh, recovery, the whole term for all the, for all the, uh, and drinking less is in the culture. Drinking less, I think is in the culture. Yeah. I think, and you know, I yeah. mean, social media, which is ultimately going to be the undoing of yeah. society also, uh, you know, it's a safe place for people to talk about how they feel and yeah. maybe through that veil of pseudo anonymity can kind of be like, yeah, you know, I'm, I'm in recovery. I, I, I don't know. It's just yeah. the world's a lot bigger, Yep. but it's also compressed in a, in a lot of ways. And yeah, so, do you, so I was sitting there thinking, I wonder, and you're like, I'm not taking your inventory, but I'm like, are you an alcoholic in the way I think an alcoholic is? Yeah, and you're and you were basically saying like that guy was just full of shit, and he was totally minimizing it. And I actually could be a hundred percent wrong. No, but I, I like hope that. I am. No, but, but I think he is fully and totally hanging on to the idea that he's not like us. Yes, that he's not like you know those. He said he's like oh, you hear these horrible stories. Yeah. And I'm like it's you're in chapter two of yours, right? And it's a it's not a novella. It's a long ass book. So yeah. yeah. I hope he gets out now. Yes. But yes. I think, uh, yeah, all the things he was talking about. You know, when I f got sober for the second time like 10 years ago yeah. and I was talking to you, you remember I was all about all I need to do is get back in town, get a job, yes. get a place. Yep. I was like hung up on all of the accoutrements that went with life, right? Yep. Not with the, if I stay sober. And the truth is, if you stay sober, all that shit takes care of itself. It really does. I know yeah. it sounds insipid but it's true you know like it's funny because after you after i went through that with you i had another sponsee who was just like that yeah and he started telling me like totally focused on getting a job and uh, getting a girl and getting yeah. and i'm like and i just i'm like dude you're not gonna make it well none of those things are gonna fix you i know and and he and, didn't he went back out but i think yeah. he's back now yeah so that's good but it's the reason i'm so quick to call bullshit on that guy is i recognize myself yeah in, in what he's saying yes. and i know that you know, until you're really, you, you said to me early on, you have to, what was it? Uh, uh, show your ass to save face, right? Yeah. Do you have to, you, there's the vulnerability your your, you, right. There's a vulnerability that I didn't see or yeah. a, uh, just admitting. Yeah. I fucking, you know, yeah. I, I just, I'm, I'm not buying the, I am so self-aware mm -hmm. that Nick at time I swooped in and saved myself. Checked yeah. my, I picked a really tough rehab cause you know, I need the tough love. Like, <laughs> Come on, give me a break, bro. You know, <laughs> well, we'll give have to see. me a break. I hope he comes back. I and do too. Yeah, there were a lot of fresh faces. A couple of students from our local uh, University of Higher Learning. Yes, yeah, uh, which you know is great to see. A lot of youngsters and yeah. uh, and some people who are sticking around. And yeah, it's a good group. You it know? was. Yeah, it was a good meeting tonight. Um, that's funny. Okay, well, we'll, we'll monitor. I the feel situation. bad almost sometimes like proselytizing about how great the meeting we just went to was when we're with Chris. Who doesn't get that? Doesn't, you know, I mean, yeah. for, you know, well-founded yeah. reasons, isn't into it. Yeah. <clears throat> cool. Uh, but, yeah, we can still be into it. Yeah, it was a good meeting tonight. It was. It was good. And, you know, when I, the guy who spoke tonight is a great example of, I feel like some people who are new to sobriety need a true alpha Mm -hmm. to look up to mm -hmm. who you know people who are in that if only i get the girl and the place and the job yep. then life will be great they can look at the guy who spoke tonight yep. who is successful in every measure yeah i mean he is uh he's a he's a good looking he's like a yeah. very easy to hate yeah yeah because he's, he's just he's a great guy oh unbelievable guy but yeah, yeah it seems like life was kind of served up <laughs> yes. to him and i can see where a newcomer would go oh shit okay 
you get all that yeah. too. Yeah. Well, and, I, and you know, at the same time, maybe go, eh, but I'm not that he, kind of person, you know, I don't know. He has a good rough story though. Mm-hmm. Like almost death a few times. Really good. Lots of bad drinking. Really good rough story. Really good. Uh, I don't know. I, I appreciated it. Yeah, he's there were some dude. good comments tonight. Who's that guy at the end of the table? <laughs> Paul. Never seen him. He said some great stuff. Yeah, he did. Clearly, he's been around. Yeah, and uh, funny shit. Yeah, um, and I and I like the spiritual talks. The sp- the speaker talked about. It's funny. I've been reading, or just you know, you get to a point where you're why why I'm doing this thing, and I want to improve the way that I interact with life. And this is a spiritual program, but what does that really mean? And it was interesting yeah. that he started talking about the connectedness of the world and being in the present moment. You can tell, like, he wasn't just saying it to say it. No, no, no. He like definitely stunned some work in that yeah. area. And, like, you know, oh, like, uh, yeah. At some point, I think the spiritual journey, like, you know. It was good. I think, yeah. I don't, I don't think we talk about it as much in meetings, but we should. I'm glad he brought it up. Yeah. He started talking yeah. about what it is. I'm glad just, he brought it up. Not too. just the word. Like, yeah. here's some stuff I'm figuring out. Yeah, anyway. I'm glad he brought it up, yeah. too, because, uh, you know, I mean, all right, especially, so, it's, yeah, it doesn't always come up, you know? All right, Matt, Matt, your weekend. Right. On so, Saturday. Yeah, let's so talk Jeff about, and I were talking. So over the good. weekend, I finished up my Missouri Offender Education Program for my uh, DUI from August of 2021. I procrastinated and that you, long. And, and you like, this was it. You had to get it done or shit was going to happen. Well, no, I just, I just had to get it done because I had to get it done. You know, <laughs> I mean, right. because it was keeping me up at night, literally. Yes. I, and we, I know, feel as if we've talked about this on the catch for mm, that Matt, for some reason, these things are very hard for you. There's lots well, of things that are very easy, easy for you. You can do that. You make look easy that are complicated, but there's some things like these, yeah. getting these things done that just baffle you. Yeah. Well, and I <laughs> but, think I need to withhold, sir. I think I need, I put, uh, I sabotage myself in some regards. Yeah. You know? I don't know what it is. And yeah. I don't know. I'm seeing a shrink next week. Maybe we'll unpack that a little bit, but, <laughs> but uh, I was proud to hear that you were like, fuck it. I'm doing this. Yeah. Yeah. So I did. I took this class and it was you know 12 hours over two days and uh 35 people it was done via zoom uh all first time offenders so you know you had people in there who were had bad luck or you know just had a bad had an off night and then you had a lot of people who probably were in the right place and might come back again you know like you just tell there was some yeah definitely a vein of alcoholic drinking like running through this place so was it did it was anyone drinking on camera no no and they actually made it clear that you shouldn't drink on camera which i i thought (laughs) yeah say don't drink during the session you know and i mean and there were different degrees i so i went into my office to do it yeah because it would be a a quiet place on the weekend and actually uh what i wasn't aware of is this weekend was the jazz the webster groves jazz and blues fest right outside my <laughs> that's office awesome. so literally five feet from my back is a picture window with like a band you yeah, know so yeah. i had to put up there so it's 37 blinds. people all kinds of people that are going through dui and everyone's on zoom and it's an eight hour class on a saturday it is yeah Woo. and i mean uh so and they gave you this test and then uh it's a pre-test then you go through all this training and they give you the post-test yeah. and uh, you know, I understand, listen, we're really close to this subject, right? Yes. And I understand that people maybe have certain degrees of naivete when it comes to yeah. alcohol, what it does, what it is, how it affects the body, you know, what yeah. it's problem. So I thought it might be fun for us to take this. I'll take the quiz. Quick quiz. Yeah. yeah. Let's do it's it. A, it's a, uh, we'll just bang through these true false questions. Okay. All right. All right. Okay. Let's so see if we can get some of these. Number one, uh, alcohol is a depressive, uh, depressant or sedative drug. 
Yes, it is. It is. Uh, number two, there is much more alcohol in a standard drink of whiskey than in a can of beer. Oh, Drew, that's a tough one. I'm going to say, ooh, I know the answer to this, Matt, because I've worked in this industry. But if I didn't know the answer, I would think whiskey's way, way, way right, stronger but than you, beer. Yeah. But, but it isn't. No, because a drink of whiskey is what? Like an ounce, right? An ounce, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So it's false. Okay, false. Okay, yeah. okay, here's a good one. Three or four drinks in an hour does not hurt driving ability for most people because the body uses up alcohol very fast. <laughs> Fuck That's yeah. a false. Three or four drinks made me a better driver. Yes, Let me exactly. Just say oh, in the, my mind, I was an amazing driver at three. We'll come drinks. to that. Some of these questions were definitely written by like me at age 22, you know? Uh, all right. Strong black coffee exercise and cold showers are all helpful in sobering up a person before he or she drives. Fuck yeah. So that is good. Give him coffee. Give him coffee. Alcoholism is eliminated from the body primarily by the liver. Uh, I got to say that's true. That's true. I got to say that's true. Um, okay. We're going to skip that one because it's long. That one we don't want. Right, here's one. You know, who cares about that? Uh, okay, you can be convicted of driving while intoxicated with less than a .08 blood alcohol content in Missouri. With less than? Yes. No. You can, actually. Oh, if shit. they deem that you have, you're driving while impaired. Oh. It's, it's, it's a judgment call of the officer. To a point, yeah. Okay. And you have to point to any presence of alcohol in your system. Oh. They can say you're impaired, uh, you know. I, I find uh, that comforting, even though that's pretty harsh. If I was drinking, I'd be like, fuck that. Yeah, right. But I kind of find it comforting as a non-drinker driving around. Absolutely. See, yeah. a lot of the stuff I was like, yeah, that's good. That sounds about right. Sounds fair. Um, yeah. You know, I <laughs> believe me, I am very aware that I could have killed. Yeah. You know. Dude, that's th that's all, a whole you, school bus full of orphans and myself. Think. And you know what? I didn't. Yeah, so totally. that's I that that. As that much as you joke about this, no, yeah, that's it's the worst moment where you seriously think like, absolutely. fuck. Yeah. And I had to, I went to a victim impact panel and yeah. heard people tell their stories about losing loved ones. And it was, it was, it was rough. Uh, okay. Alcohol and other psychoactive drugs have little effect on each other when taken together. Come on. Yeah. Right. We don't, they, they do nothing. You can, you can do all that stuff in one time. Totally. It's not going to mess you at all. We have a few Whoa. more uh, quick hits here. I like Jeff. this. Uh, drinking alcohol or using other drugs can improve sexual ability. <laughs> yes. <laughs> True dat. And you know, this, our poor, like, nebbishy, like, 68 <laughs> year old instructor was like, actually, no, it's, no, it's, uh, it is false. <laughs> I, okay, false. Here's one I got wrong the first time. Oh, no. Being able to, quote, hold or, quote, handle your liquor is a sign of tolerance. And I said false initially because I was like, yeah. it's a sign of tolerance. Yeah, what is, okay, I don't so know. It seemed they, like too literal to me, and I yeah. figured there's got to be a catch. It's false. Yeah. They're, they're tricking me. Right. But it was true. Very literally true, yeah. It, it, if you uh, are able to hold or handle your liquor, that is in reference to your tolerance. Yeah, so, that just yeah, yeah, okay. makes sense. Yeah, you, sure. you build a tolerance up over time, and it takes you a lot longer to get drunk. That right, makes sense. Yes. right. Here, here's a, a couple bangers. Uh, the one good thing about marijuana use is that it has little effect on driving skills. Uh, we all know that's true. As, as you as you stop twenty feet in front of a stop sign, right? You're so fucking paranoid, right? It's Tommy Chong taught <laughs> us yes. uh, to become substance addicted. One has to have used alcohol or drugs for many years. False, right? You could you could be an addict after a month. I think you're right. Yeah, that doesn't that is false. Yeah, that's a that's a one you got to think about though because you think a lot of people you just think you got to drink your way into that, but I guess in hindsight, I drank from the first drink 
Right. Like a fuck. <laughs> right. Right. So, yeah, okay, so exactly. And we hear time and time yeah. again, you hear these stories where it's yeah. like, oh, yeah, right off the bat, I knew this was a problem. Yeah. And I was I was a problematic, you know, drinker. Yep. Um, okay. Uh, making a personal and public commitment to change does not set you up for failure. Maybe. I thought that was kind of an interesting yes. question. I yes. mean, I guess there must be a contingent of people who are like, I can't say I'm going to change because I don't want to change. And then I, I don't want to, and I'm going to fail. Yeah. So, so the whole psychology is if you put that out there to all your people in social media or whatever, family, right? It sets you, it puts more pressure on you. So you're going to fail. Yes. So don't do that. Uh, yeah. But the truth is you should do that. You should. And it doesn't mean you're setting yourself up for failure. You're okay. just creating accountability or totally. what have you. Right. Yes. I mean, it's a, I think it's a Homer Simpson quote is uh, yeah. trying trying is the first step towards failing. failure. Yeah. <laughs> I think I think Homer tells Bart That's that awesome. at one point trying is first step towards yeah. failing. Well, you know, you know, Tom, our old our old well-being sales guy, yeah, he yeah. declared it to everybody. Yep. He's like and he did it on social media and he knew as a person who was in the bar industry that as long as everyone else in the bar industry knew that if he was out don't serve me because yeah. I've declared this. Yeah, yeah. So he got the whole community to help him not. And I think that helped him, really. I think he would say. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it definitely helped, yeah. helps me, you know? Yeah. I mean, I, everyone I, knows. Your family knows. The last few know. jobs I've yeah. taken, I've entered into it yeah. with everyone fully knowing I'm in recovery and, you yeah. know, and and I don't drink and that's part of my yeah. identity, you know? Yeah. yeah. Which I mean, honestly, finally, after six months back on the horse, like, mm -hmm. I feel like, I'm back. Oh, you know what I mean? Like yeah. where you have a few years on your belt and mm -hmm. you, it's just, it's just a thing. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, just who you are. Uh, it's just who I am again, which is really nice. Yes. Uh, I'll say that. Uh, we got, so at the end they just have question after question after question. And the answers are all, all of the above because there are questions like, you know, which temporary visual condition can occur from drinking alcohol? Okay. Reduced side vision, blurring, seeing double, or all of the above. Ooh. And I just would love to find the person who's like, ah, seeing double? Come on. <laughs> Come on. What do you think, you know? Uh, here's one. Alcohol is a factor in approximately what percentage of fatal traffic crashes in the United States? Okay. Is it 19, percent 29 52 or 65 okay okay if alcohol is a factor in what percentage of the fatal traffic accidents in the united states right and it's 19 up to 65 right 1929 yes yes 50, let me see what uh, uh, i'm going 52 you know what i think i went there too and uh Matt is off from off microphone right now. That's why I'm he off mic. Off. Sorry, I'm looking at the I'm looking at the cheat sheet here. Oh, okay, uh, good. Okay, what did we have here? It's 29. Really? Yeah. You know what? And when so okay. again, this is maybe the like ACT test taker guy yeah. in me. Yeah. But when faced with a series of numbers yeah. and there's an agenda, and I always go case, high. It's yeah, right? Because yeah. you want to underscore the fatality. How yeah. fatal this why is? Why are we asking? Like, yeah, it's question. less than you thought. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Maybe uh, uh, you don't okay. have. Maybe drinking and driving ain't so bad. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> that, that question ain't did bad. not make me want to not drink and drive. No, I would have like like four percent. That's nothing. Ten percent. Twelve percent. Twenty nine. You know. Yeah. Um, okay. Let's see. As you drink more alcohol, your ability to drive a steadily improves. <laughs> B, improves at first, then gets worse. C, worsens at first, but then gets way better. 
<laughs> Please VC or D steadily worsens. Like, Damn it. You know. Damn you D. Cause honestly, I was really going for C. I know. What it just like, <laughs> I, didn't we all know that guy? It's like yeah. I, I drive better when I'm drunk. Yeah. Just like we I all know that, that guy, guy who's like, you know what? I could be an MMA fighter if I could fight drunk. <laughs> Uh, I used to know this asshole in Chicago. I'd always be like, dude, if I could have like three, four beers before I got in the ring, I would beat the fuck out of people. <laughs> no, you would. That's so funny. There, uh, there's a point. I wonder if there is a scientific point where you you were telling me that it's the low drinking level of a, a Wisconsinite. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, the, I, uh, I was listening to a podcast. And are you, at some point, you, pr- you probably have the courage in your brain and the, still the dexterity to be at your best fighting. I could see that there's a one little point yeah, the courage and the dexterity meet. But if you drink a little bit more, you're going to get your ass whipped. I, I think it's, I, yeah, I don't know. The, you know, the Wisconsin thing we were talking about, it's like this middle European, northern European, like peasant life where, you know, you drink a small beer and you work all day, but you're, yeah. you're always nursing your small beer and you and just, just kind of have one all day. That, right. Yeah. You're just buzzed, pleasantly just, buzzed. That's the goal, right? Yeah. Get in the zone. And, and just stay there. Gorge yourself on sausage and cheese <laughs> cubes. Uh, cheese and curds. curds. Yeah. Uh, Wisconsin. I'll eat some curds this weekend. Oh, yeah. You're there. going yeah. up to Wisco. That's how there. we started. I'm going to go see the, the, the see land boy. of women with thick ankles. That's all I'm going to say, Matt. That's all, uh, I think that. Sorry. Wow. Chris would be very upset. With you. He would, he and you know who that. told me that? Who? Mitch Myers. Oh, a woman. She did. So wow. I didn't First and last name. Google it. <laughs> you can Google Mitch. Be like Mitch. That's so offensive. Mm. We're enjoying some well-being, uh, heavenly body, golden wheat yeah, right now. It is good. Very good. I'm trying to see. If we have any more questions here? I oh, like. I like these. Uh, Eighty proof whiskey is what percent alcohol? You're Ooh, in the business, right? 80 proof. You double it or cut it in half. Right. Um, so I'm going to say 40%. You're correct. Okay. Yeah. Uh, let's see. People, this is funny. People can change their behavior by moving through the stages of change using specific strategies and planning ahead. True or false? <laughs> I'd love first. like, nope. No. I call bullshit. That's not going to happen. Change plan to change. Especially if you plan it. Um, <laughs> Yeah, you know, it was uh, that's awesome. it was an interesting experience. It was, did you take that whole thing? I took the whole thing. And you yeah. probably did well. I'm gonna guess. I, yeah, my first time through, I got two wrong. Uh, there's a hundred questions. No, thirty-two questions. Yeah, but okay. some of them involve like uh, here's one: if a person goes to bed at two a.m. with a blood alcohol concentration of 0.20, about what time will their BAC return to zero? Ooh. So yeah, and you know, it's eight a.m., noon, two p.m., or four p.m. So. I got that one wrong. I would have said 8 a.m. I think it's 2 p.m. actually. Damn. Yeah. And uh, yeah, some of the number ones. An alcohol-related death occurs in the United States every 65 minutes, 51 minutes, 31 minutes, or 19 minutes. Jeez, that's tough. I'm going to say 61. It's 51. 51. 51. You're, every, you're, yeah, every 51 minutes, an alcohol-related death. Wow. Yeah. I was also, I was kind of, I was surprised that alcohol is a factor in only... In under 30% of Me too. crashes. Faith, faith, and I was surprised to learn that it was almost an hour, you know? Yeah. I mean, I, yeah, we, uh, I work for plenty. I have plenty of non-for-profit clients. They love those kind of stats. They love the, every 90 minutes a woman in Missouri is, yeah, yeah. is uh, yep. get, gets a breast cancer prognosis, you know? Every 90 minutes, but every 51 minutes? Maybe that's just in the state of Missouri. I don't know. That's probably. Well, yeah, I think it's national. Could be. Missouri. Anyway, uh, well, good job. I found State of the offender education program to ultimately be 
fine. I think uh, you get out of it what you put into it. You know, yeah. I don't think it's going to scare anybody straight. You don't. I don't. I don't. Do you think it'll know. get anyone sober? Like if you were going in there and no first no. time, it was no way was this like an on ramp to sobriety. Yeah, like they that wasn't the goal. The goal yeah. was get your license back. So, and what and the goal of the whole program is just to show you all the things that you think you know about drinking and driving you don't know. Right. And, you know, I think the hope is that you'll take pause before yeah. you get yourself in that situation again, you know? I will uh, say this, and we talked about this, is 80% of the people that are in AA, somehow it's from vehicle drinking and driving. Somehow oh, yeah. that's how it started, right? Yeah, it's that's definitely... how it starts. It, well, I think that's the first time you're going to kind of run afoul of the law. Yeah. Unless you... Like shit's going to yeah. happen to you. We had, there was a guy in our meeting tonight... How many times was he arrested? 162. 162 <laughs> times before he got sober, and he's been arrested zero times yeah. since. So uh, there you the, go. In 20 years. So, you know, <laughs> uh, yeah, what a riot that I know, guy is. The judge is like, you're not a criminal. You're a fucking drug addict. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, uh, I love that. I, I loved it, too. I loved it, too. But, you know, um, I don't know. Again, I probably shouldn't have procrastinated because once I did it, I was like, this is ridiculous. Why did I, why did it, why do I torture myself with these things? You know, how many people uh, as a percentage are going to reoffend? And you're, you know, I don't, I heard a stat once and it was one of those oversimplified stats, but it was like one in 10 people who get their first DUI are alcoholics and eight in 10 who get their second DUI are alcoholics. I think the second DUI is, is like a is big where, line of demarcation yeah. because if you've, if you've touched a hot stove yeah. and gone through all of this and still do it again, yeah. then I think that's, that's indicative of a larger problem, right? That makes total sense. It does. It, it makes does. Total sense. Um, yeah. But so even if you, if you get your first, uh-huh. definitely look, it's something to look in the mirror. I think like you probably, you might have a problem with drinking. I don't know. Yeah. I don't something. know. I don't know. But man, that second one, you're right. And I, I mean, no, really very few people in the class were, you know, taking accountability for what happened. There was a lot really? of people. Yeah. Everybody in there had a couple drinks. Yeah. Kind and, of bullshit. Like what or, the fuck uh, happened to me? And you know, or I had a glass of wine afterward. You think you've never had a glass <laughs> of wine, dude. You know, I mean, it was. Did uh, everyone have to go in and tell their story or was it just kind uh, of between? Yeah. Takes? There was a portion in which. Uh, a portion in which you told your story and he managed to hit on every person in the class to tell their story. And, you know, oh, these okay. were generally speaking, it was, you know, it was a bad night, you know, I was at work, my friends, and then we got off and then, you know, I had a couple, uh, uh, hot toddies and, uh, you know, or yeah. whatever. And yeah. And, you know, and I definitely shouldn't probably have drove, but I didn't feel drunk and, you know, I, I was barely, you know, it's yeah, just, yeah. A, it's all just a bad night, yeah. you know? Yeah. Um, yeah, so I questions. come into it with 20 years and what'd you say wind behind me in recovery yeah. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. and I'm like, yeah, I, <laughs> I'm an alcoholic and I relapsed, so I don't drink at all. And, um, and I just said, it's a zero sum game for me. Like yeah. I respect moderation. I'm, I'm anyone who can do it. Good on you. Yeah. But I can't, this was the, this was the one that went from. The bar in Webster. No, the but yeah, the bar in the city, and then I I hit the the sign in yes. front of my house. Yeah, yes, hit the sign in front of your house. You yeah, were literally, right. it's right there, close yeah. a block I parked away in my here. driveway. Yeah, I actually got my car home, but you know, so I didn't close. get into any of that. I didn't get yeah. into any of what happened. All gotcha, I did gotcha, was gotcha. say, you know, this is yeah, yeah. I drove. I got drunk, drove willfully. Yeah, drove drunk willfully. Knew it was the wrong thing to do. Yeah, uh, 
you know? And, uh, you know, it's just that whole, well, not me, maybe others, but not me. It's the exceptionalism that every person has inside them when they're like, yeah, you know, maybe for them, but I'm different. And yeah. I've, I think I finally realized that you just not. choked that out of myself. <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm, I'm like, especially in terms of my drinking, yeah. you know, I'm every so boilerplate vanilla boring alcoholic it's not even fun you know yeah no in the in the best and worst way matt <laughs> when yeah. you tell me your story i'm like that is just classic oh and there was a guy classic alcohol. you know a guy in our meeting tonight was talking about how his you know his parents were sober his all his uncles were sober all his siblings have struggled with it and mm-hmm. that's my family you know yeah i mean we're all sober yeah there's nobody in the cups you no know yeah everyone that i'm aware family. of yeah yeah i mean i have a huge family right yeah, yeah but but the ones that you were worried about or the ones that never gave me a chance to worry about them like yeah. you know my mom all three of her siblings have over 30 years apiece so oh. i never knew them you know yeah, maybe as a sure. child yeah i didn't know them as 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 uh active alcoholics or drug addicts it's weird but anyway um it's that support yeah I'm, I'm enjoying it. it is it is all right so i've got something to read we had yeah also in the news this oh, week oh yeah also, in the news, we got something else. No, no, there was there was a piece published. Uh, yeah, this is funny. McSweeney's. We're all McSweeney's fans, right? Yeah, me, you, and Chris. We read this all the time. If you don't know what it is, it's a humor site, right? Yeah, been around for uh, twenty, probably twenty three or four years. Yeah. yeah, it's been a long. So I always check it out. You know, once a week, I'll go in and giggle. It's really, it's always well done, don't you think? Yeah, I think it. The hit, the hit rate is still really high for yes. me. And you know, they they're pretty discerning. Yes. To the point where I, I've i been rejected f- for having things published there before. And I was like, that's all right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I know, I, I know th- of the editor. We met once. Okay. And, like, and uh, I got, like, I wrote something a couple of years ago and sent it. And he just dashed it off. I don't even remember what it was. And yeah. I got heard back and was like, nice try, Matt. Hope you're doing well. <laughs> so, in spite of that, which some people would just be like, well, fuck them. Yeah. Uh, it's still makes me laugh yeah on the reg yeah and and that's funny okay well i wonder yes i think you have to do i think yes i don't know i think you could totally you, be published it's really good to craft i had a yeah. list in there in yeah. 2002 it's called like a fox if you google my name you can find my one oh, uh, published list from like McSweeney's. a fox and that's what kind of like i went to their first festival in philadelphia okay uh it was called the I believe the two on two festival. Cause that's the, the area code there or okay. something, but uh, yeah. it was in center city, Philly and you know, Dave Eggers and Neil Pollock and all those cats. But yeah. um, are they all from that area? No, they're there was Chicago, that festival. the Chicagoans. Yeah. It's just uh Philadelphia was the free library the of, uh, of Philadelphia was hosting a reading series. Okay. Eggers was going to read from uh heartbreaking work, staggering genius. Neil Pollock was going to read. And so they uh, built the festival around Ah. it was like and then you know it was friday night reading saturday morning we're all gonna take a tour of the library you know that kind of shit anyway digress back to mcsweeney's i hear you yeah and but you know we're all comedy fans we we love comedy we love to laugh you've taken me to comedy shows and you've taken me yeah you send me comedy all the time we're sponsoring the comedy festival in st louis i love it so much it's my favorite thing i agree and so Anyway, I actually I've got two things to read. One's kind of serious, but this is a good one. Okay, our bars. This is by Devin Wallace. Our bars non-alcoholic drink options. So this is funny because it's it, become prevalent enough to 
deserve parody. I know. Where a non-alcoholic drink menu in a bar is now a thing that and is... you can parody. It's, yeah, it's ubiquitous enough that we can be like, <laughs> they have these things, don't they? I know. I love it. Yeah. It's like everyone's stopping drinking. All bars now are having to get non-alcoholic drink menus. And it's becoming so prevalent that a motherfucker parodied it. Like, that's when you know you made it as a category. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, parody is the... Yeah. Well, first of all, it's the highest... Yeah. Form of flattery, in my opinion. I, I, you know, when one someone who worked on my team, yeah, uh, at an agency had an imitation of me, yeah, I've never been so flattered in my life. That's right. It's like you've listened to me enough to make fun of me. That's beautiful. I've arrived. You have. Okay, first one, and we can, all, and, and then actually, anyway, tap water. Yes, tap water always tap available. Water. Sparkling water, which tap water that came out of the broken faucet. It's got some bubbles, of course. It's got some bubbles. Uh, my personal drink. This next one, a cranberry. Juice, seltzer, and a lime that will definitely be missing one of those things. And before I started my company, that was my drink. I remember. Cran you and basically club with the lime. I, I think I called it the Jeff. I, but it was kind of a Shirley Temple, wasn't it? It was a Shirley Temple without the sugar because you only had club soda, right. cranberry, and lime. So it's kind of sweet. But he's exactly right. Every time you'd order that, they'd either put... Too much club soda, not enough this, not enough that, or the yeah. lime. Yeah, okay. Didn't have a lime, so we gave you a pickled onion. <laughs> Non-alcoholic version of a popular beer, our bartender, our bartender will miss here, so you can be too anxious to correct them and eventually give that beer to your friend. Wait, what? So a non-alcoholic version of a popular beer. Okay. Our bartender will miss here. So gotcha, you're going to order gotcha. a Heineken Zero, and he's going to give you a Heineken, and you're like, fuck. And you'll just give it to your friends. Just give it to your drunk friend. I've done this before. Uh, yep. I remember that night we were at, uh, it was a Blueberry Hill. We were downstairs yeah. seeing a show. You mean, I think you were there. I know Chris was there. But he, Chris went to get us what we thought was Pauliner N.A. Oh, and they gave you. And they gave us Pauliner regular and brought it back. And I, I took one sip and I was like, fuck, I knew right away. That's happened three or four times. Yeah, yeah. You just I, take I an alcohol drink and you're like, the good news is you. When you haven't drank in a long time, you fucking know right away. Absolutely. I, I got a rum and Coke instead of a Diet Coke yeah. at, oh. at uh, Ready Room when it was still around. And, and like, yeah, my, uh, my girlfriend at the time bitched, bitched out the bartender so much for fucking up that we got comp drinks for the whole night. <laughs> my boyfriend almost went on yeah, a she's fucking like, go on it. He's got seven years. I'll have six glasses of wine free, please. Yeah, worked out. <laughs> A non-alcoholic... Okay, we did that one. Coffee brewed... This is my... I, I relate to this. I, I feel this one. I taste this coffee. Coffee brewed fresh at 3 p.m. on Friday afternoon. It's now 1 a.m. on Sunday. <laughs> totally. And how many times... Jeff Jeff and I are both coffee God, drinkers. Totally. And we, we'll drink coffee after dinner. Any Anytime. Anytime. We don't care. And no. And uh, many times you've oh, said... Geez. Do you guys have coffee? <laughs> how much how much of a problem is it going to be to get coffee? Yeah. Because sometimes they'll be like, yeah. ooh, coffee, ooh, coffee. Yeah. Uh, I know we have a coffee pie, you know. <laughs> totally. But, yeah. It's... And I've had just, like, sledge of coffee. Oh, that I've is had... exactly this. In a bar where you're like, I just want to have a fucking coffee, and they're going to give you this fucking coffee. And they're, and they're like, Here Bar you go. coffee Great. is gotten a lot better. <laughs> Yeah, I right. will say, but it, it, yeah, coffee's gotten better, True, but it used to be real piss. Oh. The world's most expensive mocktail that will force an overworked server to find out where we keep the fresh jicama. And I like that because mocktail culture, I was never a cocktail guy. I don't right, know if you were. Right. So, I was briefly, yeah. but I so, also uh, drank through like the martini 
yeah swing dance bullshit craze oh. in the early aughts yes where cocktail culture came back hard, yes you know? yes and you were you were at the green mill and you were fucking yeah, up well, there I was with living their... in chicago and yeah. so you were there were everywhere you went it was cocktail you know, yeah cosmos yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah for some reason but i so then all these mocktails i've tried some mocktails and I agree, they're they are expensive, and I don't like them. And I'm like, I don't know. I, don't I, I but think I'm, Chris I, appreciates. I, I like the whole the idea. Yes, of the three of us for yeah. sure. I've and I've had. I think if you're um, a cocktail drinker and you get sober, you really like mocktails. Yeah, yeah. I think maybe you know. I don't know. I, there's mm-hmm. one that I like. This nightcap uh, oh. by uh, Kin K I N. Oh yeah, yeah. It's called Dreamcatcher or Dream yep. something, but it's yes. uh, it's it's. You only put a little bit in a glass over ice. Okay. And it has like a little burn to it. Yeah. Um, and a little cinnamony. It's just like a, a it's an interesting complex, yes. complex thing. Yes. That you that, sip on. Or yeah. You, and it yeah. has some, you know, I think it may have melatonin. Yeah, I uh, think they do. And maybe like L-thionine or, yep. or you know, uh, 5-HTP or GABA or something. Yep. Right. But it's lovely. Yeah. It's cool um, stuff. And, sh- and I've, I've, I'm on the board of all the people that, and so I've, Met her on a You're Zoom. You're kind call of a before. big deal in well, the NA I just know world. all these people who make all these things, and uh, I like her story, and I like that whole thing. That she's yeah, it's a they. It's a very <clears throat> um, the brand has a lot of like That's new age vibe. kind of vibes yeah. to it, which I, is it holds up well. Okay, here's here's my favorite one: non-alcoholic craft IPA for when you want bitterness of hops with the bitterness of not laughing as hard during your friend stand-up comedy set in the back room. <laughs> and that's, so, that's, that's a well-crafted one. That is there. a well-crafted one. But let me just say this in defense of sober people at comedy shows. I, I think I still laugh as hard. Oh, yeah. And I, I think if I were drinking, I don't know if I would get as much of the humor. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <clears throat> I, I mean, like you can be a little out of it and not understand. Like you got to be pretty with it. Right, you know, to right. really go. But I anyway. mean, I think, I, I don't know, something I've never, I don't know that I've been to a comedy show drunk. I mean, I, you know what I mean? My yeah. drinking all took place yeah. in front of baseball games or alone. So <laughs> That's true. Last few sips of our bartender's vitamin water. That's good. Mm-hmm. Eight ounce can of pineapple juice mixture you can drink like you're a toddler. Make believe in a restaurant. I've had that. Like I've had them oh, come where back they and say, have a little dole you, can and they peel yeah. off. It's a peel off tab. Yeah. yeah, where that's literally the only non-alcoholic thing they have at this bar. I've been there. I've had pineapple sure. juice in that. Exa- I guess I've I had, guess I'm going to have that. I've had grapefruit juice in yeah in like the smallest yeah. can. Like these are too small for airplane use. Actually, so we have them here. <laughs> You're like fucking it. Virgin Shirley Temple. No matter which part of that. You loudly emphasize, you'll be embarrassed. <laughs> <laughs> a light beer, a light beer, just drink it slowly. Can't do no, that. No, can't your, do that. Your 13th glass of water for the evening, been there. Yep. A little bit of melted ice cube water. You've been pretending to sip for the last 45 minutes. That's, that's something. Wet slice of cucumber. Gushing fire hydrant. The neighborhood kids are currently skipping around. <laughs> the sweat dri- the sweat dripping from your brow as you find yourself making conversation with the one non-drinker at your friend's stand-up comedy show. Whatever was in the puddle at, on the bar, you put your whole hand in. The mental image of finally falling asleep tonight. This will be the most refreshing thing you've ever experienced. <laughs> and then the last one, Heineken Zero. Honestly, not too bad. I, you know what? Not have you, have you had Heineken Zero? I, I have, and... It's Chris likes it. Chris does, and it's fine. Yeah, it's yeah. fine. Does it? I recall. I yeah. remember Heineken is having a skunky 
head like notes right yeah and it's funny because whenever i used to drink and then we would write against heineken when we were on budweiser yeah oh heineken when they were the evil empire i remember well they were just whatever yeah right that's not flavor that's funk that's skunk and it's right it it is because it's probably important and some of it is because it's not fresh and so there always is like a note of possible yeah just i thought you were gonna say a note of possum and i was like that is exactly what it is (laughs) isn't it yeah it's just a little little bit of woodland (laughs) a little jejun of uh, woodland creature at the top uh but i think the zero is uh, good. It has it to me. I always taste these banana esters in it. Anyway, that's the one the one flair that comes true for me. Banana esters. Yeah, it's really interesting. Like because we're drinking this tonight, and it's ours. We're is drinking a, is heavenly a body light, golden wheat. Yes, and it's a very citrusy. Uh, it has a very lemon citrus. Yeah, vibe to it uh, with a, with a uh, completely yeah the hops that we use, and then that one has to me. It's very light, and it has like that. And I think Heineken must have that as a thing because people tell me that that tastes like Heineken. So interesting. Interesting. I, what I like about your, about well-being, and this is not, you know, obviously, but that it doesn't have a alcoholic analog. You know what I mean? Yeah. These aren't knockoffs of, as I I mean, in some some way they are because you're building them off the existing beer templates. Right. Yeah. But, it's not like there's it's, a brand out I like, there. Like, I like 100%. any beers that are created just to be their best selves as any beers. You know what I mean? Yep. Not, it's like, uh, yeah, I don't know. Has something to it, Jeffrey. So that was a funny piece. When are you guys, you guys, it was a funny piece. It was, and you know, I'm so critical. I'm just the worst, but I know, but it's funny that, that how, Years and years and years and years and years of going to bars and trying to find shit that you couldn't that non alcoholic. Oh yeah, yeah. For years, well, it was just the worst, and now it's like there's there's just an explosion of awesome shit for people who don't drink. It is, and it it's is fucking nice, amazing, right? And I don't know, you know, I mean, maybe some, yeah, I don't know if it's a, a rolling wave of temperance or if. You know, there are a wider range of intoxicants available, so alcohol maybe is yeah. not the go. I don't know, but it is nice that the stigma has been reduced because it was a barrier. I can I can remember being in bars and not yeah. wanting to say to order yeah. because the reaction you're going to get from the bartender who knows you're not going to be good for a bunch of tips. Yeah, you're not going to be. Yeah, you know, like you're just a nuisance. Yeah, totally. You're and now you're you ha- now you're going to ask them for the thing at the bottom of the cooler that might be there yeah. or not, and they got to go downstairs, uh, right? And or they're going to have to fucking bottle of caliber. The, right? Where yeah. did we put that? Fucking, yeah, that NA that yeah. was accidentally right. sent here. So it's here. not just the fact that they're stacking it. People are fucking asking for it. It's exactly. crazy that, and here's how I think everyone's using now, is they're just mixing it in. I think people are drinking alcohol drinks and drinking non-alcoholic drinks and drinking alcohol drinks and drinking non-alcoholic drinks. I think that's normal. You know, and I, think I that's the night out. Well, I think temperance, I think uh, it there, it has a cachet that it never had before. You know, yeah. I mean, my, my ex-wife is like travels in these, uh, she's an ultra marathon runners, travels in these like, uber healthy circles with yep. people, you know, yep. and they, they, they still drink, mm-hmm. but you better believe there is a case of NA there. And it's just, it's, you know, for the off yeah. night or for the yeah. way, you know, if you're, if you're awesome. training and you want to be, I, I don't, I don't know. I, uh. It is nice to see it accepted outside of totally people who are like if I drink, I, I'm getting naked and yeah. I'm gonna go to jail. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And I love recovering alcoholics, as you know, and pregnant women are two core constituents. Right. But now it's right. everybody recovering alcoholics and pregnant women. That's right. 
You know, <laughs> I hope start there. <laughs> Was it you two? And the that world met each other? will be yours. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> that it sound that to me sounds like a premise of a stand-up comedy bit from like 1994. Yeah, it does. That's like, give a notice. <laughs> <laughs> recovering women and, uh, and recovering alcoholics. Basically the same thing. Okay. <laughs> All right, that's funny. Okay, are we reading more stuff tonight? You know, so Jeff and I were just talking, and I feel like uh, I like. I like having something. I like having a source material to react to. So I okay. would, I would encourage you and me and and Chris if he's down. You know, if we see something online, which we there were, were there are always things that are setting us off. But if yes. we see like an advertisement for a rehabilitation center that we want to talk about, like, yeah. like let's bring it in. Okay. Let's read it. You okay. know, um, yeah, we'll read it and react. Yeah, or uh, anything. I mean, you you for we're always forwarding things to yes, each other and. Generally, what happens is we'll half read them and absorb just enough context to be ill-informed on the subject. And then come talk about it. And then come talk about it and get everything wrong. <laughs> so maybe if we have the source material, we could be like, oh, yeah, you know? All right. That's funny. All right. I got a good one. Oh. This is kind of serious. We'll take it out. This will be- I like, I like this will be a, little a moment of, you know, yeah. clarity, so to speak. So, you know, I've been reading Infinite Jest again. You have. And- I've decided that I'm trying to figure out how I can tell a sponsee that's going to drink again. You can drink after you read Infinite Jest Ooh. and maybe give him the book. Do you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, yeah, go ahead. And, is that's that, a big ask, though. Can you that's do that? like That's like all you need to oh, do. Oh, you want to drink again? Just read this book and read you can the drink Iliad. Yeah. Yeah. Well, <laughs> he's like, cool, man. What is it, paperback, pamphlet? What do you got for me? Exactly. Like, oh, it's what. <laughs> it's a tome that is known in popular culture simply for its length. Cool. <laughs> That's right. It's all. It's, it's also dense as fuck. I uh, mean, you know, it is yeah. my favorite, but yeah. are you going to frustrate this poor kid? Yeah. No, I just kept thinking like, is there a way? I just think it's such a funny, because you know, you start reading it and the first couple of pages, there's that whole marijuana scene with the paranoia and the fucking guy who, yeah, you know, Diddy, and then the right out of, you know, the whole, it's incredibly Boston tense. Boston A stuff's great. Just yeah. Like, and yeah. and also, it re they really capture the waiting for the man feeling uh, when yeah. you're waiting for a dealer or a bar yeah. to open or, you you know, you want your thing. Um, so I don't even know. I, I, and so anyway, I didn't even, this is how I started reading it again. I read this. This is an interview with Michael Schur, who is the showrunner oh, for yeah. the, the famous office, Michael Schur. Sure. Uh, Parks and Rec. Yeah, yeah. Um, another, uh, the, the Good what, Life. Good Place. Good Place. Yeah. Yeah, so a very funny, uh, very bright guy. So the guy's interviewing him. He says, I know you're a David Foster Wallace fan. And to me, the idea of battling alienation by being kind, of, kind to other people is at the core of infinite jest. So the idea of battling alienation by being kind to other people is at the core of infinite jest. Do you think infinite jest has influenced your writing? And so Michael Shore says, it's not a stretch to say that it's influenced everything I've ever written. Yeah, I didn't so much as read it. I almost ate it. It kind of re-scrambled my brain. Not just that book. I read more of him and actually met and corresponded with him for a while. One of his deeply held convictions was that sincerity should triumph over irony. Yeah, He loved the gamemanship and wordplay of the postmodern kind of irony, but his point was that ultimately sincerity should win the day. Sincerity should win the day. And the problem with sincerity, especially for young people, is the it's the opposite of cool. 
There's nothing less cool to a 25-year-old fiction writer in Brooklyn than to simply and straightforwardly talk about your feelings. The scariest possible thing that you can engage in is the very basic human connection where you say, I feel this way and I'm scared. And his worldview was, that's what has to win. That's how people should write. And it goes on. But I was blown I think away it, I think by that, that statement. And it was, it's interesting to go back and now read the book yeah. with that as a... The the idea of David Foster and I think all of his fascinating. Work, I think the one of the central premises of all his work mm-hmm. was that was the value of sincerity over irony. I would say Infinite Jest was more about uh, the pleasure principle and okay. uh, and you know the the American c- consumption and pleasuring ourselves to death by whatever means necessary. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, and it's it was really prescient. Definitely book. About he definitely, you know, I believe yeah. the president in the novel is Johnny gentle, who is a former folk singer. And you know, yeah. and we have an entertainer who became our president, yes. et cetera, et cetera. Yep. All the, but, uh, yeah, he wrote a piece in defense of irony and then a piece about the death of irony. Okay. In the Atlantic, uh, in like the, I want to say late nineties that, um, that were really powerful. I think I feel like that sentiment yes. and that 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 battle, yeah. the scales have tipped in the favor of sincerity in the last ten years, big time. Don't you think? I do, but it's kind of to maybe to our detriment. I don't know. It's there's a point where like, wait, does everybody have fucking imposter syndrome? I'm glad we're talking about yeah, it, yeah. but you know what I mean, like yeah. uh, sincerity in air quotes. Yeah. Uh, or, you know, talking it, about your has feelings, talk about who you are, yeah. what makes you different, what you really think. Yeah, that you, is more prevalent than ever, right? I think so, too. But has it, it's funny because you look at the at the culture today, just culture, and you're like, I don't know, how's culture doing? Is it, is it good, bad? Like, just look at the, the moment in time. But I completely agree. And it, it struck me as, and for me, it struck me as like, I, I'm a cynical person by nature. Sure. Everything I cross, it's, you know, you you just are like that. We are like Absolutely. That. And we are like that. All three of us, yes. I would say. <laughs> are uh, cynics but also, But we're also uh, true believers in a way. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I, we I, want sincerity. We're not we want, nihilists. No. And I think it's it's very easy to fall into the, to take irony too far and take cynicism too far. And be yeah. Like nothing is, is real, you know? Yeah. But anyway, I thought that was really powerful. And it, it was... It made me think of all the things that I'm scared of in my writing or communicating with my brand or just in any way, just writing to not have to try to be uh, cynically witty or something to be cool, yeah, but just to be more sincere, simply sincere. And, well, and, and, and obviously, it takes David confidence Frost, and it takes yeah. comfort, and yeah, it's hard. It is know? hard. It's it is hard. It's harder that way to be. Uh, uh, sincere and authentic, but yet it's there. Yeah. Like it's all there. Well, yeah. <clears throat> and, um, you know, I, when you tell your, st- when you tell your story in a, in a room, in a meeting, every time you, you know, when they go, uh, the one reason I like the, one of the reasons I started going to the group we go to is because they go around the room and yeah. everybody has to speak. And I used to go to meetings where I could hide. Yeah, sure. And that's because they call on you, you're sitting back, and, you, and you're like, I don't have to speak at this meeting, so I'll go to it. I don't have to share. But this meeting, everyone has to share, and I'm like, I'm going to fucking go to this meeting. I'm going to make it to my home group just so I'll fucking say something every week. Well, yeah, right? yeah. Because it was like, I could I could hide at meetings. Oh, it's you can hide anywhere. <clears throat> and, and Yeah. But it's, I, and you're something trying to- I'm trying to institute is more 
go to fewer meetings and go to more where I'm not a stranger. You know, yeah. I, I've, I've kind of like taken a liking to just being the new person and yeah. observing almost, you know, yeah, and yeah, I'll yeah. talk a little bit. I'm a visitor, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah. I've gone to some strange meetings just because I'm out in the vicinity somewhere, yeah. you know, and I'm like, yeah, I hope hey, the, the app, check it out. Yeah, yeah. Oh, there's one out here. Let's That's do it. That's cool. Yeah. But, it's even but meeting, you know, it's a different happy. effect. It's yes. a very different effect, you know, as um, far as meeting happening. Yeah. Or, it just, you don't get the gravity of the fellowship, the per, interpersonal connection. Mm -hmm. uh, I mean, honestly, it feels great to walk in to our yeah. group meeting and have people happy to see you Yeah, and you're happy to see people. Yeah. And you know, yeah, yeah, that's it. But it's a special meeting. I mean, I fucking, yeah. I went there 15 years ago Yeah, and stopped going mm -hmm. and came back and the same guys were there 15 yes. years later. Same <laughs> fucking guys <laughs> in the same seats. I know. That's yeah. beautiful, man. Yeah, it is. Yeah. You know, it's, and not, and it's funny because we're talking about infinite chest and there's a long section of what, what a meeting like that is like. Oh yeah. And I, and I, <laughs> you know, what yeah, it's like well, to go to that there are a couple a couple of things in that novel that were just crystallized. One, I think, yeah, is the the hierarchical culture within AA when you're a newcomer. Yeah, and also he was really the first to articulate getting high in the secret. Yeah, in the way you know people say they went into were AA you meetings. Like that? Yeah, people say they went into AA meetings. Are like you drink like I drink. Howling Candenza was the first one. Like he he uses like I use. Yeah, in secretly. That, Nobody would ever know. And yeah. it was, you know, I had, and, and there's, I had a system, a system that was just, I just read that part. And crazy. what fucking cracked me up was nobody knows that Hal uses. And then except for this guy, this guy, this guy, these people, those people, right. so all the Tennessee right. does, but his mom does it. Right. His dad does it. And he's thrilled by that. Oh, it was, that was, it's like fucking awesome. Yeah. <laughs> that, I mean, that's, you know, you're addicted to the secret. Yeah. You're addicted to the thing that is just yours, you yeah. know? Yeah. You're pulling one over and that that's its own rush. Yeah, it's crazy. Uh, in a All weird right. way. Well, good. I'm glad we talked about that. Just yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, good. We'll keep bringing some, you know, shit for next uh, week. Next week, you know, I have to rem We brought up McSweeney's and Neil Pollock. Yes. He, in the last two years, wrote a piece of recovery fiction about, about quitting weed. Oh. Uh, called Stoner, I believe. Okay. Uh, and I read it recently and, uh, and I want to talk about it. Let's do so, it. Let's bring that in for yeah, next week. Because this is uh this is someone, yeah, I admired the writing of for yeah. we talk a lot yes, about yes. what is the effect upon creativity, right? right. When you're uh, And he oh this is what he wrote it on? Uh he was a late or he takes comer that to, he takes that topic. This is not an alcoholic. This yeah, is yeah. a pothead who yeah, goes yeah. to Marijuana Anonymous and hit bottom on weed. Yeah. Um and which, it's a, which it's is a, a different fun kind of, read because yeah. he was a Jeopardy champion wow. um a few years ago. Yeah. And uh Wow. And so, that bright, bright, bright guy. Oh, he's a real bright guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He so. worked at the Chicago Reader. Okay. When I first met him, I was interviewing yeah. to work there. Ah. I was interviewing for his vacancy. So ah. he was all like, I'm going to get you this job. You know, we were in a bar. So we yeah, were like, yeah. yeah, it's going to be great. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's a very, very fascinating guy. He's he's hopped around, kind of tried to find his mm -hmm. voice in the post-irony, post-McSweeney's age. Yeah. Wrote a book about uh, Jewish basketball league, uh, wrote a book about being a, a dad, wrote a book about, you know, yeah. and now he did one about pot. It's, it's interesting. It's all really right. good. That's all right. Well, that's all. We will be reading from that next week. Well, we will have a reading okay. from the book. Well, we'll see you. Chris will be back from Romania. Yeah. Chris, Romania. We miss Chris. Yeah. Chris brings a certain, uh, Christmas. 
He does. He and a Merry brings, Christmas to all our listeners. That's right. And Chris is, Chris is sad. He'll bring his Merry Christmas back next he week. He will. We miss him. And uh, safe <laughs> travels back from Romania. All right. Bye. Bye, everybody.